This is Shimon Newbord bringing you today's Shear. Today's Shear is in Hilchas Shechita, the laws of Shechita, chapter 12, which contains 17 halachas. <coughs> Yesterday we concluded with uh, chapter 11 all the laws of Shechita and the laws of inspecting of the Trefus, which uh, belong to Hilchas Shechita. And in the remaining three chapters, the Rambam addresses three specific mitzvahs which generally apply to a shaykhet, because the shaykhet is the one who's usually occupied with these matters, even though they are not specifically laws of shechita itself. Halacha Aleph Someone who shechts, who slaughters an animal together with its offspring. On one day, the meat is permitted to be eaten. The shechita is kosher. But the shechit receives malchus because he has transgressed a love, a negative mitzvah. The posuk specifies he and his son, you shall not slaughter on the same day. But, and the Malkus is given only on the Shrita of the last one that was slaughtered, because the first one was permitted. If he slaughtered it, that was permitted only when he slaughtered its offspring. It became, this was forbidden. Therefore, im shachat echad mishnehem, if someone shechted, slaughtered one of the two, ubo and someone else came along, vishachat esasheni, and he slaughtered the second one, chaveiroi loike, this second one receives the malkus. Halacha beis, iser oisai viezbenoi, this prohibition of it and its offspring may not be slaughtered on the same day, noi heig becholzman, this applies at all times, regardless of whether the Beis Amigdash is standing, <coughs> or now when the Beis Amigdash is not standing, Ubechal Mokim, and in all places, regardless <coughs> of, what, of whether it's in Eretz Yisrael or outside of Eretz Yisrael, Bechulin, over Mikdashin, regardless of whether it's chulin, unsanctified meat, ordinary meat that we slaughter for food, over Mikdashin, or sanctified meat that's slaughtered uh, for uh, sacrifice, ben kochim hanecholim, and among the sacrifices, it doesn't matter whether it's a kind of sacrifice whose meat is to be eaten, ben kochim sheinam necholim, or it's a sacrifice that's completely burned and is not to be eaten, it doesn't matter. Shrita in all of these cases, carries with it a prohibition of oisai vez benoi it and its offspring. Lefichach, therefore, harishoin sheshochat boazara vasheni bachutz, if the first one, the one who slaughtered the first animal, slaughtered in the courtyard of the base Amigdosh, vasheni bachutz, and the second one slaughtered it outside, oi harishin bachutz vasheni bazara, or the first one slaughtered outside, and the second one slaughtered in the Azara, Ben Shahoyushneyam Chulin, regardless of whether both of them were unsanctified, ordinary meat, or Shneyam Kodshim, or both of them were sacrifices, Ben Shahoyu Echad Meyam Chulin, 
uh, one of them was uh, was ordinary meat and one of them was a sacrifice it doesn't matter the one who slaughtered last loike receives malchus misham because of the prohibition of it and its offspring halacha gimel this law prohibiting slaughtering an animal and its offspring only applies in the case of shechita. Only shechita is forbidden. As the Pesach specifies, you shall not slaughter it. It uses the word shechita. And the prohibition only applies if both of them were slaughtered with shechita. Aval but im nicher harishain, if he simply killed the first one, oynis nabel biyadai, or the first one, he performed shechita and it became nevela, while he slaughtered it, mutar lishchait, it's permissible to shecht the second one, vechenim shochat harishain, and so also if he slaughtered the first one with shechita, so shechita on the second one is is forbidden. But he simply killed the second one. Or the second one became Nevela while he shechted it. Potter, he does not receive Malkus here because it requires Shechita in both of them. A deaf mute or an idiot or a minor before Bar Mitzvah who slaughtered who performed shechita by themselves, privately, without uh, someone else watching them, uh, as explained uh, in Perek Dalet Halochehei, in which uh, you're forbid- that you're forbidden to eat it, this shechita does not permit it to be eaten. It's for, permitted for someone else to slaughter the second one now afterwards. Because a shechita that they performed is not a shechita at all. This is not a shechita. That, that is, even though if some person who was in his full capacity were to watch them, their shechita would be kosher, but since no one was watching them, their shechita is not a shechita. If someone slaughtered the first one, and it came out not definitely shechita, not definitely nevela, but a doubtful case, then it's forbidden to shech the second one, because all sofik, all doubts in a diorisa, we have to be strict. But if he did shecht it, he does not receive Malchus because Malchus is given only for a definite prohibition. A shechita which has something wrong with it in that it does not permit the animal to be eaten. This is nevertheless called shechita. Therefore, the, uh, if the first person shechted the animal, chulin, it was a ordinary meat, not a sacrifice, ba'azara, in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash, or he she- we learned that chulin ba'azara is uh, not kosher to be eaten, even though it's a shechita, it's not kosher to be eaten, or 
or the shrita was all right, but then it turned out that there was a trefa inside, and the animal therefore did not become permitted to be eaten by the shrita, or or an ox which had killed a person, and therefore had to be put to death, and it's forbidden to perform shrita, and if you did perform shrita, it's nevertheless forbidden to eat it, or to have any use of it. Ve'eglo arufa, or a calf which is uh, has its neck broken, it's brought as a sacrifice in, in certain cases of murder. Upara adumo, or the red uh, cow which uh, is burned and whose ashes are used uh, uh, for the water that's sprinkled on people who have become tome uh, by contact with dead bodies and the like. All of these cases... Shrita uh, does not permit them to be eaten. Or he slaughtered for Avoidazara, which is uh, not permitted to be eaten. Nevertheless, all of these are Shrita. And the second one now came along with Shachat and he slaughtered the second animal, Loike. He receives Malchus. Because the Shrita of the first one, even though it wasn't a Shrita to permit it to be eaten, nevertheless, it's a Shrita to forbid. On the second one. And so also, if the first one performed a proper shrita on the first animal, and now the second one came along, and he slaughtered the second animal in one of these improper shritas, it was ordinary meat. And the Shrita was in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash. Aishara called the ox that has to be put to death. Oyeglo Arufo, the calf whose neck is broken. Upora Aduma, the red cow. All of these cases. Hareza Loike, the second one receives Malchus. That is such a Shrita is considered Shrita for the purpose of Oisai Vezbinoi. Haloch Ezayin. Shochtoi Lavoidezara. If he slaughtered it for Avoidezara, Potter, he does not receive Malchus. If the second one, that is, slaughtered it, for Avoidazara, he does not receive Malchus. Mishum Oisei Vezbenoi, on the account of Oisei Vezbenoi, on this mitzvah, on this prohibition of slaughtering an animal and its offspring on the same day, for that he does not receive Malchus. Shaharei Nishayev Benafshoi, because he, uh, he receives a death penalty, and therefore he does not receive Malchus too. Vim Hisruboi, but if the witnesses, specifically warned him, Mishum Oisei Vezbenoi, about the prohibition of Oisei Vezbenoi, it and its offspring, Veloi Hisruboi Mishum Avoidezara, and they did not specifically warn him about the prohibition of Avoidezara, that he would be put to death. In this case, he cannot be put to death. Loike, then he receives the Malchus. Haloch Eches, Ein Iser Oisei Vezbenoi, Noiheg, Ela Bebehema Tehoira Bilvad. The prohibition of slaughtering it and its offspring only applies to a kosher animal. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, specifically Vishoyer Oiseh, an ox or a sheep. Oiseh Vezbenoi, it and its offspring, Loisishchatu Beyoimechad, you may not slaughter on the same day. Vinoiheg Bekilayim, and it also applies to Kilayim, to a Crossbreed between two species. Keitzad, for example, Svi Sheboal Ho'ez, a deer, this is a Chaya, and the prohibition of Oisoi Vezbenoi does not apply, but uh, 
the Chaya, the Tzvi, was crossbred al Ha'ez with a uh, she-goat, v'shochat Ha'ez, uh, the, go- the goat then gave birth to some hybrid species, and he slaughtered this goat, the Esbenah, and its child, Loike, he receives Malchus. Why? Because the uh, crossbreed that was born from a female goat is considered as if it were a behemoth for this purpose. That's in that case where the male parent was a chaya and the female parent was a behemoth. But the opposite case, where a he-goat was crossbred with a female deer, So the male the male parent of the of, of the hybrid offspring is now a chaya. Also, lishchaytois of esbena. It still remains prohibited to slaughter it and its offspring. That is the uh, deer and its offspring. The inshachat. But if he did slaughter, ain't loike. It's, uh, he does not receive Malchus. Why? Because para ubna asra taira, because uh, both of them have to be, have to be cattle. Para ubna asra taira, a cow and its child was forbidden by the Torah. Loitzvi ubna, not a female deer and its child. Even though the child comes, uh, is a crossbreed and does come under the prohibition, but the mother did not actually come under the prohibition. Halochetes. But now, if this crossbreed child of the female deer was a female, was itself a female, the Yolda Bain, and it gave birth to a uh, child, and now he slaughtered this female crossbreed and its offspring, Loike. Then he receives Malchus, because as we said, because both of them come under the prohibition. The, the mother comes under the prohibition because we said crossbreeds are considered behemoths here. And uh, its offspring, because its offspring is also such a crossbreed which comes under the prohibition of behemoths. And so also a crossbreed that comes from uh, sheep and goats so both parents come under the prohibition of behemoth, regardless of whether it was a male sheep and a female goat as the, uh, as the parents, or a male goat with a female sheep, like he receives Malchus, Mishum because of Oisev Esbenoi, because here both parents, even though they're different species, are both behemoths. Halach Yud, Mutar Lishchoit Es Hamilberis, it's permitted to slaughter a pregnant animal, even though he's killing the uh, offspring thereby, it's still permitted. Uba Yerechimoyhu, the offspring is considered as one of the organs of the mother. But if the offspring was already was born and it came out alive, it was born alive after the shita. The hifris al gabi it stretched out on the ground, 
Then you may not slaughter it on the same day, because it's as if it were an independent living thing. But if he did slaughter it, he does not receive Malchus, because the shechita of the of the offspring is not a real shechita here, because the offspring was permitted with the shechita of its mother. The prohibition of it and its offspring, only applies where the parent is a female. That is, it's forbidden to slaughter the female parent with the offspring. Because here we know for sure that this is its offspring. The male parent we never know for sure. Uh, but in the case, let's say there was only one male in the whole herd, and we know for sure that this is the father. Then you don't slaughter the two, that is the father and the son, uh, on the same day. But if he did slaughter, he does not receive Malchus. Because it's doubtful whether this law applies to a male parent or it doesn't apply. It certainly applies to a female parent. But when the Gemara says it doesn't apply to a male parent, we are in doubt whether that means because we don't know for sure that it's uh, the male parent, or even if we know for sure, perhaps it do- applies and perhaps it doesn't. Therefore, he does not receive Malchus. Someone who slaughters a cow, and then he slaughtered its two children, its two offsprings, he receives Malchus twice. If he slaughtered the two offspring, and then he slaughtered it, he only receives one Malchus, because it was only, the two offspring were permitted. It was only after he slaughtered the offspring that the mother became prohibited. And he only slaughtered the mother once. If he slaughtered it and its daughter, as Ben Bita, and then its granddaughter, like time, he receives two Malchus. Shachta, he receives two Malchus, uh, once because he slaughtered its daughter, so he was Oisev as Benoy, and then the second time when he slaughtered the daughter of the second one, all in one day. Shachta, if he slaughtered the an, an animal, as Ben Bita, in, in some printed versions it says S, but it should say V-S. V-S ben Bita, and then he slaughtered a grandchild of, of uh, the first one that he slaughtered, that is the son of its daughter. So this was permitted, he hasn't done any prohibition yet. And then he slaughtered a third animal, which was the daughter of the first one, and the mother of the second one that he had slaughtered. So with this one slaughtering, he slaughtered the daughter of the first, and the mother of the second. So this one slaughtering transgressed two prohibitions. Loike Achas, he receives only one Malchus. Bain who, bain acher, regardless of whether it was he himself who slaughtered it or someone else who slaughtered it, he receives only one Malchus, even though this one act of slaughtering transgressed two prohibitions. That is, it and its offspring, and also its offspring and it. Halochi yud gimel, shnayim shalot chushtei behemis, 
Two people bought two behemoths at one time, Zehoim Vezehabas. One of them bought the mother, and the other one bought the daughter. So neither of them can slaughter on the same day that the other one slaughtered. Uboladin. They came to Bezdin to ask the law. What should they do? So if they came before slaughtering, they came to inquire in Bezdin what the law is. So they are to be told that the one who bought first, who, who made the first purchase, is privileged to make the first shechita. And the second one will have to wait until the next day, until tomorrow, to slaughter. But if the second one went ahead and slaughtered without asking Bezdin, Zacha. So he uh, he won this round. This uh, this uh, he has uh, won here. He already uh, had his privilege of shechting. The Yamtin Harishin Adla Machar, and the second one, uh, the first one has to wait until tomorrow. That is, if they both asked, so then they're told the first one should slaughter first, and the second one should wait. If they didn't ask, and the second one slaughtered, so now the first one has to wait. Halacha Yudalid. Barba Prokim Beshona Hamoicha Behemel Chaveri Tzarech Loidiyoy. There are four occasions during the year when someone who's selling behemoths has to inform the purchaser. He has to tell him and say, "I already sold today." Uh, its mother or its daughter to someone else who is uh, going to shecht it. He has to tell him so that the, uh, the person will know the second one shall be informed and shall know that he has to wait and not slaughter it until tomorrow. Ordinarily, the cattle merchant does not have to tell the buyer that he sold its uh, mother or its daughter today because there's no reason to suspect that the purchasers are all going to slaughter today. But there are four occasions where we suspect that the purchaser slaughters it on the same day that he bought it and therefore you have to tell the buyer uh, that we already sold today the mother or the daughter and so you can't slaughter till tomorrow. The Eluheim, these are the four occasions of the last day of that is the day before Shmini Atzeres, because since Shmini Atzeres is a very big Yomtev, uh, a lot of meat was slaughtered uh, for uh, the meal of Shmini Atzeres. And so it's assumed that anyone who buys an animal on Hishan Rabbah is going to slaughter it that day. Where of Yom Tov Harishon shall Pesach, and that of Yom Tov of the first day of Pesach, the Erev Atzeres, the day before Shavuos, the Erev Rosh Hashanah, and the day before Rosh Hashanah, on these four occasions. However, Erev Sukkot, we don't assume the Erev Sukkot of the first days of Sukkot. We don't assume that the one who bought it is going to slaughter it necessarily on that day, because on Erev Sukkot, even though it's a big holiday, people are busy with other things. People are busy with uh, preparing their lulav and preparing their sukkah, 
And therefore, uh, not everybody is busy slaughtering animals on that day. Uh, who needs a lot of animals? Fasukas did it the day before, or uh, will shech the, the day after, but uh, not necessarily on Erev Pesach when they're busy with other things. So also the days of Cholamoyot Sukkis, we're not worried uh, uh, that they're slaughtering on that day because they did not make uh, such big sudas on uh, on the days of Sukkot itself, because the days of Sukkot are not as big a Yom Tev as Shmini Atzeres. Uh, because Shmini Atzeres is a very big Yom Tev. We have Simchas Torah, it's a great Yom Tev. And in addition, the sacrifices of Shmini Atzeres are all for sacrifices that are brought for the, in the name of the Jewish people. Whereas the seventy oxen that are sacrificed on the other days of Sukkot are for the 70 nations of the world, and so they didn't celebrate as big a Yom Tev as Shmini Atzeres was. So also all the days of Pesach are not celebrated as such a big Yom Tev as Shmini Atzeres in that you have to slaughter all these animals. They don't make such big sudis on every day of Pesach. Uh, whereas the Shavuos, since it's one day, and it's Matan Torah, they're, they're the giving of the Torah, and it's only one day, so they slaughtered a lot of animals uh, out of Shavuos. Uh, the first day of Pesach, however, it is necessary to tell the buyer, because out of Pesach, of the first days, a lot of animals were slaughtered, since the carbon Pesach has to be eaten after the meal. You have to eat a meal first, and you have to be full. You cannot eat the carbon Pesach while you are still hungry. You have to be full. So they slaughtered a lot of animals so that everyone should have meat to eat before he ate the carbon Pesach. And therefore, on these occasions, it's necessary to tell everyone uh, uh, that uh, he may not slaughter the animal this day if the uh, mother or daughter was sold because it's uh, quite likely that the mother and daughter will be, sl- will be slaughtered, slaughtered today. Halacha tezvav. When do we say that he has to inform this uh, second one who's buying? If he sees that this one who bought secondly, the, the, the second purchaser, that he's in a great rush to buy the animal, and it was late in the afternoon, because then the assumption is that he's going to slaughter it right away. Uh, but if it was still early in the day, so we see that he's not in a rush, so then we don't assume that he's rushing to slaughter it today. He may slaughter it some other time. You don't have to tell him, because if he's not in a rush, then uh, you don't have to suspect he's shechting it today, he may shecht it tomorrow. Halacha tezvav, if there was a chasen, a chasen and kala were getting married, and uh, the custom was in many places that uh, the chasen's family would prepare uh, an animal for the uh, for the suda for the feast, and the kala's family would prepare an animal for the feast. So, if someone sold the mother to the chasen and the daughter to the Kala, here he must tell them at any time of the year, he must uh, tell the second purchaser that he already sold the first one to the other purchaser. If it was a Chosen and Kala, because they certainly bought it, if a Chosen and a Kala 
both bought an animal, certainly they're going to slaughter it on the first day. So also any other case where there's reason to suspect that it's going to be slaughtered on the same day, you have to inform the purchaser. In the case of Halacha Tezvav, where the Rambam says that it's only at the end of the day we saw him in a hurry to buy, then we suspect that uh, he's going to slaughter today. But if it was early in the day and he's not rushing, we don't suspect this. Uh, the Ravid says that that doesn't apply to Erev Yom Tiv, uh, of those days that uh, were learned in the previous halacha. This applies to the day before Erev Yom Tiv. That on Erev Yom Tiv itself, on the days that you have to inform, you have to inform him at any time. Only the day before Erev Yom Tiv, if you see that it's late in the day, and he's rushing to buy it, then you have to inform him. Otherwise, you don't have to inform him. Halacha Yud Zayin. Yoim Echad, Ha'omor Ba'oisei Vezbenoi, this one day that we said concerning Oisei Vezbenoi, it and its offspring, Ha'yoim Ha'yilech Acher Halayla, what is considered the day? The daytime follows the nighttime. That is, it's, it's our normal calendar day, starting with sunset of uh, the, night, the evening before and ending just at sunset at the end of the day. Ketzat. For example, if he slaughtered the first one at the beginning of the evening of Wednesday, that is what we call Tuesday night, he slaughtered the first one at Tuesday night, he, cannot, he may not slaughter the second one until the beginning of the evening of Thursday, that is until the beginning of Wednesday night. And so also, if he slaughtered the first one at the end of the day on Wednesday, koidem bein before sunset, before twilight, shoichet hasheni, he's already permitted to slaughter the second one, betchilas leil chamishi, at the beginning of the evening of Wednesday, that is at the beginning of Wednesday night. So if he slaughtered just at the beginning of the evening, he may not slaughter until 24 hours later, at uh, the beginning of the next evening. Uh, but if he slaughtered at the end of the day, he may slaughter shortly the, uh, thereafter at the beginning of the night. If he slaughtered the first one during twilight, during the period between sunset and dark, when it uh, belongs doubtfully to one or to the other, of the night of Thursday, that is twilight, the end of uh, Wednesday afternoon, the beginning of Wednesday evening, which belongs to Thursday, he may not slaughter the second one until Thursday night, the night of Friday. He must wait the full time. But if he slaughtered any time during the day of Thursday, or even at the night of Thursday, but definitely after sunset, after dark, he does not receive Malchus, because it's doubtful this may or may not be considered the same day.